Welcome to our reality, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but I'm glad you are because I almost said tonight. It's not tonight anymore. It is today. <laughs> we are going to be going over last night's eviction uh, of Derek X on a five to two vote. And we're also, since we're doing this on a Friday afternoon instead of a Thursday night, going to be going over Tiffany's reign as HOH thus far and talk about what we expect going forward uh, in the, in the, I almost said the roulette competition. I got to get my bearings straight. It's 3 PM, uh, Eastern time. So this is really new for me having to do a recap <laughs> this season, especially, uh, talk about the coin of destiny predictions, because we have a lot more possibilities now after that HOH competition, but more importantly, we're just going to talk about the week as a whole. We're going to talk about the week ahead, um, and talk about our favorite, least favorite things. A lot of least favorite things from this week, uh, in my opinion, uh, but we're going to go everything. We are live. If you're joining us live, that's cool. You're probably one of the few uh, because this is not our normal time by any stretch. Uh, but if you're watching this after the fact, uh, welcome as well. My name is Barrett. Joining me today is Nick City. Nick, how are you? I'm great. I am in a great mood. Tiffany is HOH. We have another woman in power. It is a great day today. It that is yeah we we do have an interesting day ahead of us for sure um, and obviously we have a lot to talk about from last night's episode maybe not so much Wednesday night's episode because that might be the most frustrating episode I've ever watched <laughs> in a long time and it was uh, topped off by uh, Derek X crying in the the diary room um, and I think this week is only fitting that we go into last night with that vote five to two which ironically the two votes casted uh to evict claire were kylan and hannah the two people who weirdly enough were like the biggest proponents for derek x going minus xavier <laughs> but also the two people that voted to keep him but um uh i i thought that was really interesting as well and we're going to talk a lot about hannah and her not being okay with Derek X staying because I think that was the wackiest uh, set of events that we could have had, but there's also a lot of reasoning that goes behind it. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I know a lot of people are talking about it already, but Nick, what was wrong with Julie last night? I know this is not like a big point, but what was going on there? Oh girl, I don't know. Between her saying <laughs> baby D that threw me off. And then um, at the end when she was like coin of, Destiny, destiny. I was like, girl, what are you, what did you smoke before you went on that stage? Cause she was not acting like her normal ass self last night. That's for sure. It's like, um, <laughs> in a lot of ways, I feel like she's just trying to break out of the chin bot kind of, yeah. uh, kind of stigma that was thrown on her but she's doing it in such like a weird way like i feel like you know in spy kids with the the thumb people you know how uh they have the theme song for uh flugs flukies or whatever the tv yes. show is and they reverse it and they're like we are trapped help us save us i feel like that's julie like if you played her little wisdom uh sentences at the end of the episodes yes. where she's just like be humble if you reverse it she would just be like help me please uh, <laughs> i've tried to break out that's what I feel like sometimes. But yeah, last day was really yes. interesting. Destiny, destiny, destiny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, what? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I made sure to like uh, a few clips. Uh, I think everyone's favorite was um, oh, the ex yes, expect the unexpected during Derek X's uh, exit interview. Does that mean outside the house, the two of you might start dating? Expect the unexpected. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Derek X. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love her. 
I loved when he like came out the house too, and she was like, "I'm gonna stop calling you that nickname because I can tell you don't like it." And then um, he was like, "I didn't know how like much it picked off or whatever." And she was like, "I will say nothing." I was like, "Okay, Julie." She like, did you catch that? Where she was like, "I will say nothing." I was like, "She knows he's the fan yeah. favorite. She knows." Yes. Oh, he. She knows, and I'm glad she at least knows that. Because I don't think she knows much else that's going on in the game. Oh my she... god, when she asked Tiffany if it was her first HOH, the secondhand embarrassment I had was real. <laughs> like, yeah. It was real. Yeah. Earlier in the week, I tweeted <laughs> out because Tiffany started telling Derek X, you know, uh, when you're making your pitches, just start saying you'll go after like SB and Alyssa. Don't say anybody else. And I'm like, well, tell them about the cookout without telling them about the cookout type of thing. <laughs> uh, I feel like her saying that to Tiffany last night, this is your first stage of age right maybe i don't know I, i've done this which i mean given i have done this podcast since bb18 i couldn't tell you a single thing that i've said ever uh since bb18 so i understand from that point of view but like right. you should know that it's a first stage of age julie you get paid the big bucks for this uh, i know <laughs> tiffany's response was so like awkward she was like yeah she was like what's that face for and inside tiffany's probably like because why are you saying that like what's going on it was so fucking awkward uh and then but then tiffany said you know it's something you know my prayers have been answered and prayer does work and julie said that's right <laughs> don't you forget it everyone she, got that prayer works the bible's for everyone you know on <laughs> some shit last night let me just say like... no that was uh that, yeah, that was interesting i mean honestly i'll take it if we get a weird like julie moment and a, a Derek f evo every week which we oh got last night again i'm not even gonna play the clip it's not worth it anymore it's not like worth it didn't even correct him she was just like okay stupid show uh, <laughs> um all right. Yeah, we, we I had to get that out about Julie. It was it was eating us up inside. Um, yeah, and you made your tweet last night about how she was probably high, and I agree with you at this point. Yeah. No other explanation. Um, yes. But let's talk a lot about Derek X because he is the fan favorite by far. The second week in a row we've had someone with 100 BB bucks given to them by America get voted out. Um, that's rough. <laughs> that's rough. Really, really... Uh, playing this twist on ourselves, I think, in a, in a large way. Um, but I, I just want to talk a lot about Derek X because I do feel like he was probably universally the most loved house guest we've had uh, in a long time. And I, I know there's people that want to stand everyone every year, but I feel like every person that has been staying, there's always a group that's just like, no, they're not that great, you know? Yeah. Uh, like even with Janelle last year, even with Kaser, there's still people just like, no. No, why? Yeah. Like Janelle's the worst. Case is but... terrible at this game. But with Derek X, I truly feel like there's not a lot of people that are like, ah, oh, Derek X. No. Most people are very much like Julie had the reaction to Derek X, which is, mm -hmm. oh, Derek X. I love it. Ooh, Derek X. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god yes i totally agree i think that derek x has um afp on lock unless like something else 
crazy happens. I don't really know why, <laughs> but I think that he has been the most well-liked person. Um, I think that he fought his ass off to stay this week too. And like I said with Christian, I really appreciate those type of players that like don't just like back out and they're like, all right, well, I got back door and that's it. I'm done. Like, no, he kind of, he made points. He went around in campaigns. I, I really enjoyed that. Um, and I am sad that he's gone, but I feel like Sarah Beth will be paying for it. So <laughs> that, that is a interesting <laughs> note from this week is that I think the meme from the week is definitely the F Sarah Beth. And I, I said oh, that. Yes. That, yes. Uh, that Tiffany said, which if you've been on Twitter, you know exactly what I'm talking about, which is a great clip. Um, and definitely so fitting. I would say the power of that clip itself brought Tiffany to be HOH and now is going to follow through <laughs> on that clip. <laughs> Uh, in a large way. Um, but I, I agree with Tyler in chat uh, saying that uh, if everyone who wanted DX to stay voted for him to stay, he'd still be here. And that's, I think that is a very frustrating point to make. Um, yeah. Which I tweeted yesterday is really the icing on the cake. Like it truly, if everyone that voted for DX that wanted him to stay voted for him, he would be here. Uh, it would have been a four to three vote, I guess, last night if you had the addition of Tiffany and you had the addition of Aza voting Derek X to stay and vote and clear out, uh, which is totally true. And we saw that on last night's episode. Derek X worked on Aza so much this week and did so such a good job at doing it to the point where like Aza was pretty shut down to the idea. But then you go into Tuesday, I guess, is when they had the conversation that they showed on last night's episode where Derek X was just kind of going through the, the chessboard scenarios with her for a long time. Um, and then basically outlining all the duos and then uh, saying, I, you know, you need me here. Like, you know, you need me here. Um, and this is like the week that a new majority can take hold. Obviously, DX doesn't know about the cookout anyway. Uh, but then he's saying that Sarah Beth is a bigger threat than Kai. He just wants to make sure that all the people he cares about can go far. And he's saying, I just want to make sure that if nothing else, uh, oh, by light. Um, I just want to make sure that if nothing else, that you and Claire and Tiffany and Hannah find a way to stay in the game. Like, I just want to make sure that you all have that. And it brought him to tears and that's really switched Oz's mind. But then it's like the first person she talks to about it is Xavier, which is like, why are you going to do that? <laughs> why have all the people Xavier? I know you got a middle school crush on Xavier. I've heard it too many times at this point. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I, I hate that every single time DX made a little bit of progress, it was just like a roadblock, a roadblock, which that's the, that's the cookouts mission. Uh, the cookout have their mission and I totally respect it but it's just frustrating to watch like the fan favorite the guy that we really want to see pull out this vote flip if it's going to happen it's going to happen this week especially when he's up against someone that's not a cookout member it just gets yeah, shut down right. and he was it just kills me because he was this close to the HOH like this close it, it ended it up truly being the Janelle moment where she almost beat tyler last season yeah you're totally right and like it's so upsetting it really is but i don't mm -hmm. know there's nothing yeah. we can really do and <clears throat> i don't know i feel like derek x his journey kind of like came to an end because he was gonna have he was gonna be a big target regardless of if he stayed and they kept they kicked claire out i feel like this week yeah tiffany was hoh he would have been safe but anyone else after that wins HOH, they're probably going to target him. And he'd probably be stuck in a position where he'd have to win his way to the end. So um, 
Although I do think Sarabeth was very dumb for doing that. I think that he was the cookout's biggest threat in a way. And they really executed him. So <laughs> the cookout's biggest threat. And I think in a large way, I totally understood why Xavier wanted him out more than anyone. Cause I truly think like, of course DX was the, the biggest threat to Xavier. Like mm -hmm. no doubt he's already DX already backdoored one of the Kings members. You know, he, he put up another Kings member. Of course, Xavier is going to be like, we have to get this guy out while we can. And I think Xavier knows that if I get to the six, uh, then a lot of the competitions are going to start tailoring towards what I'm good at, which is pretty much everything at this point. Um, and so I could see why he would be more intimidated by Derek X than anyone else. And having all those BB bucks did not help anything for Derek X in this case. Um, so uh, I understood where everyone that was anti Derek X was coming from. I just wish the people that were really more on uh, kind of the balance beam between, oh, do I vote out Derek X? Do I vote out Claire? Would have fallen to the other side because I think that would at least given us a, a new interesting dynamic of like we didn't vote out a cookout member, but we still didn't exactly listen to you. <laughs> yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting how. Um... Oh my God, I forgot what I was just going to say. But <laughs> <laughs> something about Aza. Um, oh, how Aza and Tiffany could have easily just kept him and the whole mm -hmm. like they could have flipped the house without flipping the house like you know what i mean right because they had um hannah and kylan who they knew were both gonna vote to keep him and if the two of them just got together and they were like hey why don't we just do this and not say anything they could have easily gotten mm -hmm. claire out and kept him in that game that would have been crazy could you imagine everyone's faces because even hannah would be shocked and hannah would be like so here for it that would have been that would have been a good outcome for hannah because i think uh truly that was a big point this week that everyone wanted to talk about was hannah's unwillingness to try to keep Derek x and really give any effort for it uh and in a way campaigning against them or not in a way she was uh, she was definitely mm -hmm. campaigning against them and i think it was like a troubling week to try to understand all of that like of course you want to keep your closest ally in yeah. the game and try to campaign for him. But we've seen since last week, her talking to Xavier and him being like, I think I want to backdoor Derek X next week if I win. And she'd just be like, yeah, that's great. Uh, because I, but I also understand the dilemma of like, you have your closest ally and not just closest ally. Like, I mean, the person you are attached at the hip to yeah. essentially, and everyone knows that. And having the opportunity this week, knowing that you could rip the bandaid off, and he's out of the house as opposed to getting to seven and having to potentially be that person that stabs him in the back. I think she was just weighing the the lesser of two evils and picked the lesser evil, which is just like, yeah. just get him out this week. I'm not going to look like uh, the Walking Dead moment where she's like, just look at the flowers, you know? That's literally uh, how it was. I think it was smarter for Hannah to kind of just sit back and let him die in a weird way because it's like, he's going to jury. He's not mad at her at all. That is a locked jury vote for Hannah if she makes it to the finals. And I think that that was the best way to go about it because when you're in an, when you're in her position where you're in this big alliance and you're a duo with someone not in the big alliance, it's kind of like, well, you gotta go, but... I don't want to be the one to take him out. So, you know, I think she did the right thing. Yeah. If you know that the furthest that he can make it is the top six uh, or top seven. Uh, yeah. And that's six. the case. And 
Yeah, and you know that he could potentially ruin uh, the six because he's so good at competitions. I understand her mindset from that point. I think it was just very shocking to see her so against the idea of him saying. Yeah, but that's, her... she's so cutthroat. Like, yeah, I just think it was it was difficult to watch as a, a viewer who loves DX and loves that relationship. Oh, yeah, of course, uh, to see it happen that way. I think it was just it was just thing after thing this week that mm -hmm. I was just like, why does it have to be like this though? <laughs> um, yeah, I I think that they have a very genuine bond though, and I'm very happy that he's not like bitter or anything because of what I've seen in his exit press, he seems like he's very like team hannah team hannah so i'm hoping that he can be a good person in jury for her who can push for her to win if she gets into a final two situation um so i don't know i i i have hope for them outside the house too i, I kind of <laughs> see a little romance between them I'm expect the least. unexpected right the, the way he answered that <laughs> has me like oh maybe they are like kind of a thing so we'll see i think that she's had a crush on him this whole season so like they're cute no do you think yes <laughs> yes um i think they're cute i think another important point with in terms of Derek x the other person that voted for him to stay was kylan and i should say that even if Derek x finds out that hannah wasn't exactly campaigning to keep him this week i still think he would understand especially if he knows yeah. about the cookout at that point he'll be like oh yeah that makes that makes uh -huh. sense to me and she yeah. explains herself i think he'll understand and i think people are i think people are on the other side of that like no he's gonna be bitter he's gonna be so offended that you know no, he's i not. don't think so at <laughs> all i think that Derek x out of everyone will probably be the most understanding like of the non cookout people that like get sent to jury. I think that he's very smart and very like aware of like the world. And I think that he would be probably the most accepting and most supporting of the whole thing. Yeah. So I don't see him being bitter at all once he finds out about the cookout. The thing, uh, the person that I don't think he'll be voting for if he makes it to final two is Kylan, who is the other person that voted to keep him. Uh, but the thing is with Kylan, DX knows at the end of the week that Kylan was just kind of BSing him the entire time, which it's just, I really wish he would have realized this at the beginning of the week, because mm -hmm. as, especially as soon as he knew that Sarah Beth was probably going to try to backdoor him uh, if he didn't get picked to play in the veto and didn't win the veto. Uh, he should have seen that just really based off every time he talked to Kylan, Kylan would then go talk to SB. Yeah. And every time he talked to SB, he would leave the room and Kylan would go join the room. And every single time it did not work in his favor. And he should have realized that I think a little bit earlier. I think he, yeah. he caught up to it at the end of the week. Uh, yeah. that Kylan was not for him really in the slightest. I just think he should have picked up on it earlier because all the signs were there and everyone else sees that in Kylan, I feel like, but Derek X just kept trusting him and trusting, him, which given they had that bond from week one, it, yeah, it feels weird. That. It feels weird to me at this point that in week one we saw Derek X use the veto to save Kyle. It, it is. It's so weird to look back on, but like I guess when you're in that house too, you know, and you have like no clue of what else is going on, you think about that. Like I don't know. You're in a position where you're like, I saved this guy week one when he could have been walking out the door, and like you'd hope he wouldn't be doing it like this to you in what week eight, seven. I don't even know what week we're on now. We're on week but, eight now. Yeah, so like I don't know, you would think people like that would have your back, but I don't know. Derek X, I feel like he walked into the house not really knowing what he was doing too. 
um, as we saw week one. And he was someone that you saw, I think it was like Morgan that said this on OTT. She became a BB butterfly. And I like love that term where it's like you come into the game and you like don't really know what the heck it is or what you're doing. And like you grew into it and you're like, okay, this is how I got to play Big Brother. And I feel like we saw that so clear with Derek X. Like the way he like didn't even know if the the veto holder could be the replacement nom week one and all this stuff. And it's like, now you look at him and he was like rallying to stay and like came up with all these valid points that probably would have saved him if the cookout like wasn't a thing. It, no, no, no. It would have saved him. <laughs> it's not, right. not if, they're about it. <laughs> so it's like, you know, he really was smart when it came to the game. He He learned how to play and I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah, so. I do too. I, I think you saw one of the biggest changes I've ever seen in a house guest just in picking up the game. And he only watched three seasons coming into this, which yeah. were, I think, I believe 16, 19, and 21. The which is... worst possible combination. Yeah. And, you know, week one, watching him just try to figure things out, immediately hanging out with Travis. We're like, oh, no, this is uh -huh. Derek X. Um, yeah. And then Frenchie having that moment where he's like, I know you're an alliance. And Derek X just being like, yeah. But he wasn't in an alliance and he just let all these things happen over the first week. Going from that to letting Tiffany essentially just like slap him in the face and saying, get into the game. Uh, <laughs> that mo From that moment on, he really was uh, all for the game and really a fantastic player for someone that didn't really know the game. I mean, he knows Survivor. We know he knows Survivor. Right. But having to translate that into a Big Brother game is totally different. Um and so him being picking up or picking up on things, asking the right questions, sitting there asking things like what makes a, a winner in Big Brother? Like what qualities do a winner usually have? Mm -hmm. And how do you know if you're a target without being told you're a target? And uh, what does it mean if <laughs> let me saw that episode? What does it mean if someone says they're not going to put you up? <laughs> oh, mean, yeah, I love that. I mean, also going to backdoor you. And, and Claire's like, yeah, they're definitely. Yeah. <laughs> Claire's like, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it, i i really loved watching Derek x kind of grow into this game um and really just becoming wholeheartedly the person that everyone wanted to root for um mm. and i think it's time to watch Derek x's goodbye messages because you haven't watched them yet right i have not seen them i've only seen him say next to sarah beth when she got them <laughs> on the screen but that was it <laughs> all right let's play him all right oh god uh Derek. Losing you means more than just losing an ally. I hope you know that the bond that we share has been truly genuine. I love you. Hi, Derek. You are smarter than me, more athletic than me, and more likable than me. Couple that with the fact that you're not actually that Next. loyal to me, and you're not an asset to me or my game. So build a dirty house, and hopefully I will see you on finale night. Derek, I have been working with a group of people since week one that has managed to keep all of our members still in the house. You don't need to feel foolish. You don't need to feel played because my love for you is real and I will see you later. Hi DX. Um, I know you and I have done everything to try to keep you here and I'm really sorry because I feel like I've let you down. I'm really going to miss you and your cooking and your sense of humor, but I will see you soon DX. So bye. Who is the group of people? Uh. <laughs> Me. <laughs> uh, yeah, very interesting. I love how Kylan's had like 10 edits in it, but yeah. everyone else has had like maybe two because mm -hmm. Kylan can't talk. Um, uh, but 
Yeah, interesting. We even saw yeah. Hannah saying, I really enjoyed your cooking. Wink. Hmm. Shout out. Very that, interesting but... <laughs> thing for her to say, I feel like. Because I don't... I don't remember her cooking. I was going to say, I don't remember Derek's cooking ever. So. Maybe like a couple of times he did, but I was yeah. like, so, hmm, did that really Interesting. Happen? Yeah, normally it's like Aza who cooks a lot in the house or Tiff, so. Right. Interesting. Uh, yeah, uh, obviously the biggest highlight of that is Kyland insinuating that there's a group of people since week one that still have all of their members there. Uh, and you would think DX doesn't really know who that is, but there was an interview with Heavy where he kind of said, oh, yeah, that's the, definitely the alliance that me and Claire joked about, which is like, how did he get to that? I don't feel like there was a logical way to get to that conclusion. I'll play the clip where he says yeah, this. Yeah, I, I didn't see this, so I'm very intrigued. Um, okay. I saw some right. tweet about it, but I haven't seen like what was said or anything. Bruh. <laughs> it's, cr it's crazy because me and Claire literally called out that alliance as a joke we weren't even trying to find some hidden alliance we were just joking around on like oh like what could possibly be happening but now looking back like oh, what the heck like we literally like probably hit it on the head minus hannah and plus kylan potentially um mm -hmm. but it that's how well they're playing the game is that we literally stated out this alliance but still didn't think that it was happening so kudos to them they're they're playing an amazing game and that would be like a normal answer like maybe he took that and said oh it must be the one we're joking about but the the question that was asked to him that made him answer that was you and claire sniffed out a fairly low-key alliance in the house why did that not concern you more? Um, and I don't know if I like missed a part of the extended interview where maybe he said like, oh, maybe that could be it. And maybe that's what allowed uh, these reporters to ask that mm -hmm. question in particular. Um, but it's like so definite, like you and Claire sniffed out a low right. It's It's very telling, especially when like Julie can't even say like as she said i can't i will say nothing like so they're being very tight-lipped um even with britney too i feel like they were a little like tight-lipped about it um which kind of gives me hope for a jury battle back and not a triple but anyways i think um it was a very weird question to ask someone for press exit when they're going to jury yeah. i don't know when it's not like a known thing yet at least it's i don't know yeah and maybe i missed a part of like the extended interview where he said that it that could be right. the alliance that me and Claire said, which I don't think that would be the case. But like even if he said that, that question actually it's not even more so a question. It's literally a statement of you and Claire sniffed out a fairly low key alliance in the house. Yeah, that's I'm just a statement, like, honey. Yeah. That's yeah. Um, um it's interesting how he doesn't think Hannah was in it too. So when he did list Hannah in that clip, I think though. When they um, when him and Claire were naming everybody. No, I think um, I think what he was saying was we literally hit it on the head minus Hannah. Like they got they didn't say oh. Hannah was in that alliance originally. Or wait, he's either saying that as if I can't remember the clip of him and Claire talking about this. Uh, he, they said Hannah because at the end okay. they definitely did say Hannah in that because I remember that and I was like, wow, he hit it right on the head. Um, so I don't know, maybe I don't know. That's interesting. <laughs> it's a it's a weird answer because then he also says N plus Kyland potentially. It's like no, yeah, you know Kyland's like, in it. Like <laughs> Yeah, like you know Kyland's is in it because of his goodbye message too. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I also think it was really funny because it's also the week where he actually did sniff out an alliance that was pretty much confirmed, which was the monarchy, which is already over. It's not a real alliance, but uh, we saw that formed between uh, Alyssa and Xavier and Kylan and Sarah Beth, and they didn't even care to give screen time to it. They're like, this is going to be done for. Uh, but uh, Derek X immediately sniffed that out, and that was part of his pitch to everyone this week was kind of being like, there's these four, um, and they're definitely going to take over the house if you let them stay i mean unbeknownst to the the, the cookout of course so um but yeah all that is interesting and I, i'd love to know other people's thoughts on that because i feel like i'm missing something like i feel like i'm watching yeah. all the, the goodbye message and then this clip and then this interview and i'm like there's gotta be something i missed in between here that i'm not seeing uh, that somebody will point out probably <laughs> but um yeah I, I i don't know if there could be a jury battle back uh, with that kylan goodbye message Unless they really just want to be like, uh, if DX comes back, we want him to really shake things up. And so we're going to put this in, which I wouldn't put it past CBS to do something like that. But I I mean, he didn't list who was in it. So, right. I, I mean, I, I feel like they, they keep like hinting at stuff to them, but they're not like directly like there was like, like, I feel like last season when people got evicted, they were like, oh, there was this big alliance like to every single person even the jury members right right and we haven't had that yet this season like at all with the cookout which i mean is that cbs being cbs or is that um a jury battle back i would like to hope it's because of a jury battle back and not just cbs being cbs (laughs) yeah you never know you truly never know expect the unexpected as dx said not even julie (laughs) (laughs) oh man um okay so we have dx gone i think we can tie a bow on that now that we're at like 30 minutes into this um but um we have tiffany as the new hoh which i think was a nice bow to tie on the the end of last night's episode as i said um we saw (laughs) we saw her come in clutch with uh, i believe she really thanked hannah for the most part after on the live feeds and she's like hannah did this this is all hannah she did all the studying with me um and yeah so props to hannah i guess if you really want to thank uh, anyone for tiffany having this hoa train her first hoa train uh in case julie needed a reminder uh <laughs> but uh we saw all of tiffany's one-on-ones last night the hoh competition in itself uh was big brother nfts which i got really upset last night because um i was like of all the things that CBS shoves down our throat to over-explain and overindulge us every single minute. They don't explain really what an NFT is. Because, <laughs> no. Like of all the things that they don't explain, like for a competition, I have to hear the same competition rules five different times before they right. actually play it and during when they play it. But for an NFT, which is like a thing, I still don't truly understand what the point of it is or what it is. Uh, they just have like Claire saying, it's like a photo. <laughs> they're like, like it's okay. like a gif like you know and i was like um okay and then like they, it pops up on the screen and there's like prices and everything and i was like what i thought they were gifts but okay i was very confused <laughs> but and now we know why the feeds went down too because i remember we were like oh the memory wall's broken yeah <laughs> it wasn't broken they were trying to do a twist yeah <laughs> we just assumed the worst and that's what that's what CBS has done to us at this point. Exactly. <laughs> but we have Tiffany as HOH, which I think everyone is pretty excited about. And obviously, they we have the looming coin of destiny to worry about, which they are currently doing, if you're wondering after the fact, kind of uh, at what point on the feeds that we are 
doing this podcast. But um, uh, yeah, there's a, a lot of hope right now with Tiffany's HOH, especially if you are anti Sarah Beth and did not like what she did to us uh, <laughs> last week, which I would be very understanding of that fact. Um, oh yeah, there's there's Tiffany winning. She did it. Uh, <laughs> but immediately when the feeds came back on we know that uh tiffany is going to target sarah beth and put up kylan next to her and that's pretty much what she says to everyone including kylan and sarah beth and her one-on-ones uh without directly saying it because apparently they're not allowed to do that uh but uh we saw a couple of interesting and big d under the bus and xavier under the bus and then um a lot of forming a, a rift between Alyssa and sb which is exactly what Tiffany wants to do uh, going into next week and making sure that she can try to get Claire to that seventh place spot, which I think is the biggest uh, interest point right now is trying to see who can get their pawn, which that's not correct. They keep saying uh, in the intros uh, to the season or the intros to the episode, like the cookout was formed and Tiffany came up plan to eat for each of the cookout members to have a pawn, which is like, it's not a pawn if you're trying to get them out. Yeah. But like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's okay. It's like floater. It's like, it doesn't mean what it means anymore. And that's, that's right. Um, oh yeah. Jameson, I guess I should say at this point, uh, we do have Kyland mm. and Sarah Beth on the block with Xavier as the third nominee. That's another important point of this week is Xavier is likely going to go up anyway because of his veto punishments last week, uh, which also included his solitary confinement, which we saw the into live last night when he took way too long to come cast his vote as Lucius, um, which I feel like they had to confuse Julie a lot as well, was seeing Xavier in his Lucius afro um, knowing probably nothing about uh, the alter ego that is Lucius. <laughs> that whole scene with him like walking down was so awkward, by the way. And like him, uh, Julie being like, uh, we're on live television. I was like, oh my God, like this is so awkward. Why did they decide right now to do this? But I thought it whatever. was really. <laughs> I thought it was really funny how awkward it was, though. Like, if there was anything, like, it was the dramatic music, but it was just Xavier walking as slow as humanly possible. I'm sorry, Lucius walking as slow as humanly possible. Like, oh he had been God. waiting for this moment and rehearsed it. <laughs> like, look at how <laughs> slow he was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Today? that was. I don't know why they thought that that was a good, like, why not have him start somewhere closer? I don't know. <laughs> It was very strange. I thought it was an uh, an interesting twist, though, to have them uh, literally be isolated until the boat. So. Yeah, and if we had like an if there was no cookout and the feelings to to play for yourself were there, that would have been really interesting. because yeah. uh, we would have had Xavier being blindsided probably, and a lot of that having to do with that he didn't get to talk for that last twenty four hours, which mm -hmm. would have been really critical. Uh, and I feel like that's like the, the quote of the season of like, that would have been really interesting if that happened. <laughs> I feel like that's that. Just like Every... last season again. <laughs> I know. That would have been really interesting if that happened. What <laughs> This season, it's like even more of a possibility because you're like, okay, well, if this alliance didn't exist, uh, then yes, that absolutely would have happened. Uh, and we've had that with Brittany with the vote flip last week and you had that with this week. Um, and so I don't think we'll have one of those moments again now that we're this close to six. I think I've kind of, uh, I'm pretty certain on the fact that I'm like, okay, this is exactly how this is probably going to play out from this point forward. Unless you have uh, like an Alyssa HOH next week or um, even with Claire is HOH. I'm like, I'm not too confident that she 
wouldn't still target Alyssa. And if oh, Alyssa won HOH, I feel like if Alyssa won HOH, that would be the most interesting at this point. If assuming Sarah Beth goes this week, which unless a yeah. disaster happens, she the, will. <laughs> the Sarah Beth situation is really what like I because in my head too, I was like, okay, well if Alyssa wins, like we have a not cookout person in HOH, but at the same time, she's probably just gonna go after Sarah Beth. Yeah. So like, oh, does it really matter? So I'm glad that um, if Claire and Alyssa survive this week, um, that they can play in HOH. Because if one of them wins, there's a chance maybe. I don't know. I don't really see them going after each other, but I also don't really see them aligned at all. So I'm like, I don't know what y'all would do. Yeah, I, I I'm not I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd have to like really think about it and not be um, live on the air while trying to think about it. <laughs> uh, as soon as I'm off the air, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what happened, and I forgot to say that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think right now Tiffany is doing a great job at pinning Alyssa and SB against each other. Um, but also Kylan's also doing a good job at that. Like Kylan knows what's up, but he still like mm -hmm. wants to rile people up in a weird way. Like um, I, there was a moment last night where Big D told Kylan, like, you know, Alyssa said that she wants SB out this week. And then not five seconds later, you had Kylan be like, uh, weird. Uh, They're doing the dishes. And he's like, weird thing. Um, Big D told me that Alyssa wants you out this week and just keeps doing the dishes. <laughs> and she's just like, okay uh <laughs> what am i what am i supposed to do with that um but yeah i think this this week is gonna be somewhat interesting because i think sarah beth i mean logically speaking assumes kylan is the target and i don't think she has a lot of worry for that reason so i as the week develops it's going to be interesting to see uh how that forms and also in Alyssa's case like if Kylan and SB are on the block at the end of the week, assuming Xavier's not still up there, like say Xavier wins the veto and you still just have Kylan and Sarah Beth on the block, I would assume Alyssa would also be like, well, why don't we just get Kylan out right now? <laughs> and you're also right. gonna have and you also have Claire who today already talked to the cameras uh and said, Do I want SB gone? No. Uh will I respect Tiffany's wishes? Sure. because uh, SB going is still good for my game, but she also doesn't necessarily want SB to go more so than Kylan, which I feel like already knowing the cookout doesn't exist in that game, that makes sense. Why would you not want Kylan right. out over Sarah Beth? Yeah. Uh, so that's going to be interesting to see how that develops over You're the You're right, week. because I feel like um, Xavier is going to obviously be trying to push Alyssa to keep um, Kylan and to be voting for Sarah Beth. Uh, so I don't know, maybe it'll raise some red flags for Alyssa and Claire going into next week. You don't, I don't know. It depends on how the cookout pushes them, I guess. Because logically speaking, Kylan has won more than Sarah Beth. And Kylan is definitely way more of a threat than Sarah Beth is. I mean, no one likes Sarah Beth. Everyone knows Sarah Beth is the number one target. Like, you would think they'd want to get out Kylan. Um, so I don't know. The people that are not in the cookout this week aka Alyssa and claire because that's all that's left um I, know. <laughs> I i hope that they uh that they uh got their magnifying glasses out <laughs> yeah um definitely I, I i still don't have confidence in that uh, oh me neither we've, but we've seen time and time again uh every evictee 
uh, being like, oh yeah, I had no idea this alliance would be a thing. Obviously pre-Jerry, but now with Derek X, even him knowing now pretty much who was in that alliance saying, oh, no, there's, I could not have seen that. And, you know, we said it as a joke. That's how seriously we took it. We said it would be really funny if these people were in alliance because it seems so unrealistic that yeah. and Derek F would be in an alliance together. Uh, <laughs> so um, going through all that. But uh I do have an, another clip, and I'm going to forget that I have this clip. We saw Derek X last night, um, and obviously Hannah encouraged him before the feeds went down for uh, eviction rehearsal and everything, saying, you should call out Sarah Beth in your speech, and you should say she's playing like in the Cole F game. And oh, Derek X be like, yeah, I'll so do that. Uh, and he did it. Which, but the thing by, by the way, does he even know who Nicole F is? Like... Oh, oh, 16. You watched 16. He knows who Nicole F is. Okay. I was like, does he even know who she is? I thought it was so funny. I was like, because he's probably going to just call this girl Nicole F and not even. I surely he watched last season. Like, I feel I like. I hope he, so, but. Or at least they probably talked about Nicole at this point extensively because that's all they did for the first week was just talk about the past seasons. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sure he has a. I'm, I, I feel confident he has a big understanding. But so he called out Sarah Beth for playing in the Cole F game. Sarah Beth did not know that that is what he said. Um, she thought he said that she was playing a cold AF game. <laughs> <laughs> Which if you go and watch that clip again, you're like, ah, I can kind of see how she got that. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, but Kylan had to inform her last night that it was in fact uh, a Nicole F game and not a cold AF game. And I have that clip from when she found out because I think the timing of it was really funny because the feeds cut right when <laughs> she was about to get upset about it. Um, the 100 and America's like, no, you won't be freaking hate you. So go home, you idiot. Doesn't hey, and also you think about this you got compared to one of the one of your favorite players, one of the best players that ever played the game, statistics wise. I did. Uh, during DX's speech, he just called me cold. No, he said Nicole F. <laughs> you didn't realize that's what he said. I thought he said cold AF. No, he said Nicole F game. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. She had no idea. <laughs> Nicole F, which I feel like that's awkward anyway to say Nicole F. Not like, can yeah. they not say Franzel? Is I that know. not a, a thing? You would think that they would just say Nicole Franzel or on the feeds. He said he was going to say that she's playing a Franzel game. So I thought it was funny that he said Nicole F. And like, of course, she thinks it means cold AF. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> that's really funny, though. I hope that that clip makes the show on Sunday. I'm not too oh, confident same. it would, but because like, I don't think. Nicole F wants to be a part of that. Uh, so um, I can't imagine that they will show it. But I thought that was really funny that she did not hear that correctly. And once she did hear it correctly, she was upset. Yes. All right. Um, people that we haven't really talked about yet, because uh, now we're pretty much waiting for the coin of destiny to come back, which I guess that's a good thing to talk about right now, because uh, going into Sunday, we were almost convinced that Derek F was going to be the only person to play for the Coin of Destiny, barring Hannah getting 100 BB bucks. But now that we have the envelopes, the ever-timely envelopes in the HOH competition, uh, 
that everyone got to pick uh, minus Tiffany, I guess. Everyone that, or no, did I guess a, a listen? Did everyone get to pick them? Or just everyone minus Tiffany? I don't know. I think I so. Clarified. I would assume it was everyone besides the HOH, which um, I guess I can go find that. I still have the episode up right here. Because I but, thought uh, Julie said everyone, but I don't know. I guess it would make sense that everyone minus the HOH gets a chance to, especially when to, the power this week yeah, is to overthrow the HOH. Like, right. Um, it would make well, no sense to give it to Tiffany too, but I'm going to go into the episode when uh, the, she shows the envelope and they, the envelopes could only contain either 50 or 100, right? Like it can't. Yes. Okay. Nothing more. Or like nothing. That was my thing. I was like, well, what if someone gets nothing? I'd be so pissed off. Like, there would be opportunities for you to win extra BB bucks in competitions. Well, this is one of them. After this competition, I need each of you to pick up an envelope from the pedestal. Inside are different denominations of BB bucks. Some envelopes contain 50 BB bucks. Others... She said each of you, so I would assume that could be everyone. Yeah. Uh, after the competition, too. So it wasn't when you're eliminated. Uh, so it, I guess everyone got it. Um, but I just, I just want to know if that would have been the case had we gone into this week with only, like, more than just Derek F. and Hannah, really, with the potential of <laughs> gaining the coin of destiny. So I wonder if that would have been the case. That was just like, I could say, like, we got to get more BB Bucks. Right. People. Yeah, because I feel like the fans would have, I don't know, CBS probably was like, well, they're just going to vote for either Derek F or Hannah, like type of thing. Or, you know, it kind of blows if someone gets a hundred bucks and they can't even do anything with it, in my opinion. Like they're, you're, you're voted be, because you're liked by the audience and it's just like, yeah, you're liked basically because you can't do anything with the $100. So, or BB bucks, excuse me, not dollars. <laughs> so I feel like they would, um, they did that. So that way it kind of gives fans a little bit more motivation to vote for people or something i don't really know but i, I guess it would kind of suck in my opinion to get voted the 100 and still just be like cool what do i do yeah. with this yeah i can't do anything anymore <laughs> so uh and i don't even want to attempt to do the math of like who could potentially play now uh for the coin I... of destiny because i feel like it's way too complicated <laughs> yeah it definitely is i know the people for sure would be um hannah derek f and claire if claire happens to get 100 in the fan vote and yes. the envelope and the same thing with sarah beth actually because sarah beth did say that on the on the feeds as well that she would need 100 from the fans and the envelope in order to get it you and we all it. know sarah <laughs> beth ain't getting 100 from the fans so you know she knows too uh, <laughs> she knows too so yeah <laughs> yeah, she was the one on Wednesday's episode who said, uh, honestly, American can go wipe their butts with their BB bucks. So yes. <laughs> I don't think she's going to get them this week. No, I will say I do. I do like how Sarah Beth is embracing her villain role. Um, I, I love it, honestly. I'm not a fan no, of her, yeah. obviously, but I love how she's like owning it. Like we, we, I feel like everyone gets so frustrated when we see people like Nicole Franzel who yes. are a villain, but they never want to own it. And at least Sarah Beth is like, yeah, I know you guys don't like me, but I'm winning. So I'm that's, like, okay. That, no, like, that's, that is, she is doing exactly what uh, Nicole should have done in terms yes. of like owning what you do. Yeah. I don't think, 
Jared Beth is a Nicole Franzel player by any means in terms of like <laughs> no. playing the game. But I think in terms of owning what you're doing and knowing how you present yourself, she's doing exactly what she should have done. Because I truly don't mind it when she puts or she wants to target Derek X, knowing that he's America's favorite and sitting up in her HOH room like, yeah, I'm going to do it. Deal with mm -hmm. it uh, type of thing. Like, I'm fine yeah. with that. Like, I think that's really good that you're owning what you're doing. Uh, mm -hmm. And she's doing that for the most part with uh, with everyone in the game. I think uh, she's backstabbing people constantly, which is fun to watch, too. Um, she just happened to be the person that took out America's favorite. Uh, yeah. I think if she was a little bit more cutthroat and didn't listen to Kylan this week, I think people would have a totally different interpretation of Sarah Beth's HOH reign and her as a player. I think it's just very unfortunate that she played it out this week. And she didn't like, and of course it didn't help that people already were like, oh, Sarah Beth, as soon as she wanted to call out Hannah uh, in week three or week four, whenever that was yeah. in. So I, I, I do think Sarah Beth had potential. It was just like, this was her week to make herself shine a little bit. And she didn't do it where I, I'm kind of disappointed because I see where, what it could have been mm -hmm. if she was like actually doing what, I mean, maybe this is what she wanted to do. Sure. I don't think it was best for her game by any means yeah, to send out no. Derek X. I think obviously, even if she didn't know that the cook or even if she, even knowing that the cookout does not exist, I still don't think it was the greatest move because yeah. I think Derek X truly would have, worked with her for like a week or mm -hmm. two which would have been what she needed um yeah, considering no one else wants to for yeah at all so and that's what he tried to it's tell so her he's like everyone's yeah. gonna nominate you in kyland uh and that's yeah. what she said to tiffany last night she's like i'm just gonna say it uh derek x and his pitch to me said everyone uh, is gonna nominate you next to kyland next week if you don't win so you know even tiffany even claire and tiffany was just like uh yeah <laughs> That's true. Um, but you, I, I'm, I'm forced into a position, Sarah Beth. You cut off my legs. Uh, you took out, uh, you put up Claire. You took out uh, DX, my right-hand man. And uh, everyone else has all these guys that are protecting them. And you took out my guy that was protecting me. And I, I don't appreciate it. And she was just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't mean to cut off your legs or anything. But she's just like, but you did, though. <laughs> I think you did. I think you really did intend to. Oh, I loved it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then even this morning, like, after the noms, I saw Sarah Beth go into Tiffany's room. And they were, like, talking about, you know, what would what could possibly happen with the veto and stuff like that. And then Sarah Beth leaves the room and Tiffany goes to the cameras and she goes, I just lied to that girl's face. <laughs> yes. I was cracking the hell up. Oh my God. I am living for their rivalry, honestly, because they, mm -hmm. they're both, just, they just lie to each other. And then it's like, I'm eating it up. And I know that Tiffany is going to get her ass this week. So I can't wait. I think so too, um, and I think everyone is is hoping for that, uh, especially me. Uh, like, if we have to see someone non Chicago this week, I guess it can be Sarah Beth. Uh, yeah. I think it'll be really fun. Her realizing though that she's going to be the target, and obviously right. we still have a lot of things to happen. We have we could totally be eating our words right now with the with the coin of destiny at play. Uh, depending on who wins that, we could see different noms entirely, um, and so it could. Does it? How does it work exactly? That's what I'm like confused about. Because <laughs> I know that I, I know that it's like a, a coup d'état per se, but it's also like a coin flip. And like, is it before veto, after veto, and then what also happens if the coin flip fails? Do they just? They're just like, uh, I think like that's so awkward. That's, Imagine that's, like 
saving all your money for like three weeks after America votes you like their fan favorite and you get this thing to change the game and you flip the coin and it lands wrong. How anticlimactic is that? Like, yeah. I'm calling it now. It's digital coin and CBS is rigging it for whatever the person says. Because <laughs> no way are they going to let this just be nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know it's a coin flip. Whether or not that coin flip is a physical flip (laughs) or if it is a virtual flip. Virtual. (laughs) I am saying it. (laughs) Because if it's virtual, I think I can guarantee you what's going to happen. So um, we'll see how that works out. But you have Derek F. who said, I've been flipping. I've been practicing. Which is like, what does that mean? Flipping what? You have no currency in the house. Like, what are you flipping? Well, he does have all currency. Uh, well, okay. Excuse me. He has no coins. <laughs> he has nothing to physically withdraw from his account. No. Correct. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I and I haven't seen it either. So I couldn't. I maybe I've missed the the parts on the feeds where he's just been practicing flipping things. He but said he was gonna like just flipping coins like in the corner. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like he said he was going to try practicing flipping things that were coin like. <laughs> okay. And like it's it's luck when you think about it. You you flip the coin and you call it heads or tails. It's not, you know, like something you could practice for like a sport or a competition. Like Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it's like you know that Big Brother is going to have a giant ass coin for you to flip. Like it's not going to be a little thing, uh, yeah. like a quarter or anything like that. It's going to exactly. be like it's going to be like a pizza that they're flipping essentially. It's, it's going to be on the screen, and they're going to click a button, and the coin's going to go whoop. What did you say? Heads? Okay, yeah, heads. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah. That was that was it. <laughs> Call it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what's going to happen. And then I just don't see them like risk this whole thing being like. For nothing I, maybe yeah. i'm just dumb but we can listen to the specifics again remove a nominee and the spin of a roulette wheel will determine their yeah. age with a flip of a coin call it correctly and the hoh is yours whoa this is insane <laughs> oh god Brittany, i did not miss that but <laughs> So is it, it says the HOH is yours. So are they the new HOH? They're the new HOH. But the thing is, since then, everyone has been talking about it as if it's anonymous, which is not. Which I've also heard them talk about on the feeds too. And I don't understand. No, that did never, that never said anonymous. Yeah. It just said the HOH yours. Uh and so, but since then, they've all been very confident that it's an anonymous thing, which is like, that, was that elsewhere? Like that they ask these questions and I, I just don't, I don't, it, but it's also like, how do you keep it anonymous? Like, how do you, how do you right. go about that? Is this going to be like the, the BB12 saboteur coming up on the screen and being like, I'm nominating. <laughs> like, I can, and, and like, here? and at that point who stays in the HOH room and, uh, right. Because if it's anonymous is does Tiffany just keep the HOH room? Like, I don't get it. Like, yeah, I don't know. I could kind of see how they would do it. Uh, so they do the comp. Some Let's say Derek F. wins the coin of destiny. 
he has to make two nominations. And so Tiffany uh, probably stands up in front of everyone and says, uh, reads the thing that's just like, the coin of destiny was flipped and was successful. So I have been dethroned as HOH. And here are the two new nominees that go up on the block. And they probably watch all of that. Uh, and then episode ends. Uh, and then maybe like the the nominees just do veto draws at that point. If you have three people up, they each pick one at that point. Oh, I guess so, actually, because that but, would make sense. And then veto would maybe be like an individual comp where they separate everyone. Uh, and so no one ever sees who the H one. No, 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 no. Yeah, the nominees would pick. Ah, God, I don't know. Uh, then how would they vote, too? Because the HOH can't vote. So what would they go to the DR and just they like, would just yeah, they would just sit there, I guess. Yeah, but... that would be the only thing. So, I mean, there's a way they could do it. It's just that seems very complicated and unrealistic, whereas they could just say who won the competition and have them pay the price. Yeah. For, uh, I mean, I would love an anonymous HOH because maybe I don't know. I feel like some of these people in the house have like people within the cookout. I mean, um, like Hannah has been very much like. I don't like them, but I like you, Tiffany. So, like, I, you know, and if it's the whole anonymous factor on it, who's to say someone like Hannah could be like, well, why don't I just do something and blame it on Sarah Beth? Like, I don't know. It's, yeah. It, if it's anonymous, we could get some fun out of this. But if it's not, it's kind of just like, I don't, I don't know. I don't really yeah. see it being as exciting if it's not anonymous. I know. And I think it would be especially funny. And I'm sorry I have to speak Derek F. winning into existence. I don't like it as well. Yeah, but I was don't. just, I think he's the prime example because I truly don't know, like, if anyone else is going to be able to compete. Like, I think there's <laughs> other, there's circumstances where people can't compete, but I just, I'm not confident enough in them. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, that is very complicated. I think it would be really interesting, especially if Big D won. I guess I could just say Derek at this point. We only have one Derek in the house yeah. now um if derek won and thought it was anonymous and put up two <laughs> two people that he was going to pin it on someone else for and then it was revealed that it's not anonymous um uh, i think that would be really funny because a, because a big part of this week was him attempting to make it seem like tiffany and hannah had enough money to compete in it uh and he was trying to like pitch this like i think tiffany and hannah definitely have enough money like to sarah beth this week and just like you know Hera hannah uh just like walked out with her jacket off as if she was competing in the comp and was like tired or whatever uh but you saw Alyssa's hair when she came out it was crazy but hannah's hair was fine and he was like trying to pitch this also to tiffany and hannah like i can convince her <laughs> like i can convince people that you could play too and they're like no don't why would you do that <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he kept having that pitch to everyone that like maybe Tiffany hit so he could pin it on them uh, if he were to win and uh, it would be anonymous and he would anonymously nominate and he'd be like oh I think it was Tiffany and Hannah could have won instead of me um, I don't think anybody would buy that though no uh, everyone but... thinks he has all the money too which I think is hilarious like we saw it on the veto comp too when he won the, <laughs> all the the money and everyone had the DRs like Derek F Derek F Derek F and he was like like standing there like girl everyone knows like you're not low <laughs> as soon as the beats came back I don't think we even I didn't even know it was anonymous at that point for the veto competition. I because when the fees came back on, everyone just talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> Derek F one. So I was like, oh, they just just announced it. But so that was kind of surprising to me. Um, but yeah, I, I think 
the funniest part about his pitch, um, and I hate to say this because uh, it involves Alyssa, was he was talking about this to Alyssa too. And he was like, you know, you came out of the roulette comp and your hair was all crazy and everything. But when Hannah came out, her hair was fine. And all she did was have her jacket off, like just pretending that she played in something or like competed or whatever. And Alyssa said, no, I know when someone is genuine with me and when someone is BSing me. And Hannah was not BSing me. She competed in that competition. And I was girl. like, I can't wait to tell Nick this. Not my girl, <laughs> I didn't see that actually. Not my girl. Don't do her like this. <laughs> I had to. Because I think it's still really funny that Alyssa doesn't know that she was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> she, she still doesn't know. Oh my God, that's right. Oh, my poor girl. It's yeah. okay. It'll be all right. She almost won this HOH. Oh, did the feeds come back on? Um, feedback went off like 38 minutes ago. Oh. They were only off for 55 minutes. So I don't know if, by the way, shout out to Feedbot, my lifesaver. I have them on, um, mobile notifications. So whenever the feeds come back on, I get a text message or a Twitter notification. I mean, to my phone and I am aware of when the feeds are back. Highly yes. recommend it. If you don't <laughs> do that, um, do it. It'll totally change your life, especially yeah. during the Sunday like this, where the feeds are going to go off and come back on like three different times. And mm -hmm. it's very helpful just to be like, all right, instead of sitting there listening to the Big Brother theme song for five hours on ends <laughs> and wanting to drive yourself crazy, uh, it's a much better alternative. Totally uh, agree. So, yeah, I guess the feeds have been on again for a little bit, which is surprising. Why did they go off in the first place for a even a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen any updates about any coin yeah. flippage. So. 20, 20 minutes ago, Tiffany was still asking about if what if SB comes down. Uh, so uh, I, I assume nothing has happened yet. Yeah. All right. Uh, the only other thing really to talk about, because most of this week was uh, Derek X trying to campaign, but getting nowhere, whether it be thanks to Hannah or Kyland or Xavier uh, or Alyssa or the majority, I guess. Uh, and almost getting somewhere and then getting nowhere and then almost getting somewhere and then getting nowhere and just rinse and repeat. Uh, we do have a lot of talks about the cookout. And once they get to six, uh, what is going to happen there? And I think the biggest plan that we can talk about uh, is, is, the, uh, is Tiffany, Hannah, and Ozma making it to final three together. That seems to be a very solidified thing that they're going to continue with. And I think it's really funny. Last night, um, you had Ozma, Hannah, and Tiffany, and Claire all hanging out in the HOH room. And during Claire's cam talk today, she was like, um, and like, I guess I trust. And I guess like I'm working, obviously working with Tiffany, working with Hannah. And then she said, and I guess Ozma? <laughs> like, yeah. Right? Like, she's very confused why Ozma was suddenly, like, thrown into the mix last night. And I'm like, oh, Claire, if only you knew that you were the you were the fourth wheel at that yeah, point. Yeah, little does she know. But I am very happy about that. I, I did want to talk about this, too. Um, so I'm glad you brought it up. Because, you know, I feel like everyone online, I don't know if we've talked about it in the podcast or not before, but people are always like, you know, those three guys in the cookout are going to get together at six, and they're just going to kick out the girls. And... 
you know, we really need Tiffany to bring Hannah and Aza together and that Aza needs to stop this thing with Hannah and that the three of them just needs to come together. And it's finally happened. And I feel like it is very real and I feel like it is very solid. Because um, I think right now Aza sits in a very nice spot where she's going to at least get to final four, like regardless of what happens in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm very happy that she has now woken up and is like, yeah, let me partner up with the two girls. Cause I do see the three guys bonding together and trying to kick out Tip and Hannah first. Um, so I, I really want this to work. I really do. And I think it could work. I mean, I think Tiffany winning this last HOH and then Hannah being right up there with her for second place uh, shows that they can win the mental comps and the end game is a lot of mental comps. So yeah. I'm very excited about this. And this, you know, between this forming and then Tiff being HOH, it gives me a lot of hope for if the cookout does get to six that we could get a woman winner. Because if the cookout does get to six, I would prefer a woman to win. I mean, I'd always prefer a woman to win. But I love Hannah and Tiffany. And I mean, Oz is great too now. I feel like she's gotten a lot better recently. Uh, So, girl, if we get a winner out of them three girls, I would be over the moon so i think you can at least be a little bit more confident uh in the the trio of tiffany hannah and aza uh now that tiffany has actually won a competition because between the three of them they hadn't won anything besides a wild card comp so Mm -hmm. you can be a little bit more confident in them uh maybe still not confident in aza's confidability she really blew it last night (laughs) um but uh really hoping that uh they can gain a little bit more um notoriety in the game and a little bit more i hate the word like social currency or even just like comp uh, ability like yeah. even something like that but they they do need it at this point i want them to be able to prove themselves and to at least be able to argue against xavier or kyland if they are in the final two with one of them uh and be able to win because of that and also um I, and sorry, I omitted Big D from that because I just don't assume Big D can win if he does get to the final two. Uh, unless there's like something weird that happens and uh, uh, there's a non-cookout member at final two, which at this point is like the most, alternate, out. Yeah, the most alternate timeline you could ever imagine. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I really hope that they can win a couple more competitions because I would like to see one of those three win. And if not them, I guess Xavier, I really wouldn't mind Xavier winning because I think he is. Uh, I think he's also playing a great game. But I, yeah. I just think Xavier winning is like, from what I've seen online, is the most predictable outcome at this point. Right. And I don't want predictable necessarily, especially yeah. when I rooted for Tiffany and Hannah for so long at this point. Yeah, I definitely think that Tiffany is the mastermind of the season. And I always root for those type of players. And like, I really want her to win just because I feel like this whole season has been about Tiffany. Like, literally from week one, it's been about Tiffany. And her winning would just be so fitting to me. But I also really love Hannah. And I love that Hannah is the youngest person in the house. And Tiffany is the oldest person in the house. Mm -hmm. And that they have this final two. And like, I think it would be very like iconic to see them sitting in the final two together as like the youngest and the oldest and like these two girls that kind of ran the whole game like under the sheets like it would be great um so i'm really pulling for one of them two to win i do think xavier is playing great but it is just predictable and i don't want predictable um so i mean if xavier wins yeah he'll be a good winner because he's played great but it's kind of boring and like, I want something different. So I don't know. And I, 
am I weird for kind of being okay with Kylan winning? And like, uh, if the three guys get to the end, I feel like I'd <sighs> kind of be okay with Kylan winning just because I think that if the, if the situation is the three cookout men in the final three, I would see it more as Xavier won himself there and Kylan's kind of talked his way there. Cause I, we shit on Kylan for talking a lot, but it's kind of working. So oh, no. it absolutely works. No. <laughs> right. So like, I, I always weigh that a lot higher than comparabilities. And I know Xavier's only won like what one thing or two things, but like, uh, Kylan, I feel like is a more like, talking person i don't think xavier is more of like a talker and i think that if you can talk your way to the end without having to rely on competitions i think that that speaks volumes in my opinion whereas xavier i see him in a spot where he has to win final hoh mm-hmm. um so i kind of want a kylan win if it comes down to that no, I, I I absolutely think Kylan would be a deserving winner. I think it would just be like in the moment, like oh, like Kylan, really, <laughs> Kylan's got to win after all of this. We got to watch Kylan give one last final two speech. Like <laughs> I think that's what everyone doesn't want to see. <laughs> but no, I think Kylan is such a good manipulator. I think he's besides Tiffany, I think he is the best manipulator, which is why they butt heads more than anyone else. Uh, uh, I guess minus like Tiffany and Big D. I think Tiffany and Kylan butt heads because they're such similar strategists. Uh, but with two different personalities. Like they have the same end goal with a lot of conversations. They just have two different ways of getting there. Right. Where Tiffany is like, I'm going to be direct. I'm going to be in your face. Where Kylan says, I'm going to take the longest way around possible. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go all the way around the country just to get to this town that's right next to me. Uh, and that's the only, that's the only way I'm going to pretty much uh, perform. <laughs> um, and yeah. So I, I, I do think them as a final two would be really interesting to see compete against each other. Oh yeah. Um, but there's a lot of combinations with the, the cookout in final two that I would like to see um, in terms of like how, how the jury would view both of their games and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, so yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot of downside. You could probably hear the person uh, right outside my window, like mowing right now. I don't know if you can. Uh, Not really. Can. Okay. I didn't want anyone who was listening like to the podcast to think I was getting murdered or something <laughs> by a weed eater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the end of it all, I guess. Um, Jameson asked, who do you guys think could be brought back for another season so far? I think that's a really good question. And I think the easy answer is Derek X. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, definitely Derek X. Let's be real. Um, I think I could see either one of Xavier or Kylan to come back. Uh, I guess whichever wins or goes the furthest too. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Tiffany. Maybe Tiffany. I could also see Christian if we're going like a pre-jury pick being yeah. an easy person he's like everyone adores christian right now if you yeah. follow him on twitter and stuff like his response to everything especially uh i think just in comparison to having like the other pre-jury members like whitney and frenchie and brent who everyone was just kind of like about mm-hmm. <laughs> um have christian coming in and being like super supportive of very and just very understanding like, not being bitter about anything whatsoever even with like Derek x saying like oh my god he's like such a better player than i am like i i love this guy and even like last night saying derek x i would love to see if he could do what i couldn't do and flip this house and to keeping him around it's just like everyone loves christian (laughs) so i could easily see him being brought back especially because of his uh comp prowess just in the the few weeks that he was in the game 
Um, oh, so sure. I could I could see that. Uh, so I would say Derek X and Christian would probably be my top two picks. I couldn't see like maybe Hannah coming back would be cool. Uh, it also just depends on how the season wraps up. I think is yeah. I, I was gonna say the thing with Hannah too is that she's so young. Is that she could be someone that they could bring back in like yeah six years, and she's still in her twenties. Like you know, she's yeah. got she's young as hell. So she was born in what two thousand. That that really weirds me out. But she she's like the youngest house guest ever. So it's <laughs> interesting when you think about her because she like I said, could be brought back in like 10 years and she's like 31 years old. So yeah, we just had all stars, but girl, keep Hannah's number for 10 years or 20 even if you need. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess Danielle Donato is the youngest house guest ever. Uh, yeah. Right. right. And yeah. I, I, the thing real off topic real quick, but Danny, I love how we saw her as this 18 year old kid. And then we saw her again as like this 20 year old. And then we saw her again as like a mom. So I feel like that's, that could be like someone that we could see Hannah where we could see her like different stages of life. If she decides to return to the game, although she said up multiple times, she hopes she doesn't get much out of this show and that she wants to go back to normal life afterwards. So <laughs> we shall see miss Hannah. I feel I like that's mostly everyone when, when it comes to big brother, but uh... yeah, but I, I think Hannah is going to be very, very well liked when she gets out of the house and she'll see that and be like, yeah, I'll come back. So yeah, you get, you got to get the itch at some point, right? Of course. It's like playing. Uh, work. Um, do you guys want to see a second chance or a legend season? I would, I mean, I would love a second chance season every year. Second if they chance, pick the right yeah. people, like, I don't know the people that were just gone too soon. Obviously I can't think off the top of my head who I would cast in a 16 person season for second chances, but like, yeah. I mean, I was going to say though, if you want to say legends, I feel like if all stars, if David could consider considered an all star, who the hell knows who CBS <laughs> would consider a legend. I have no clue. Uh, I mean, shit, if we want second chances, just say All-Stars 2 at this point, or All-Stars 3, I mean. So I would love a second chances, though. I really like how Survivor went the route where the fans voted the, the second chancers in. And I feel like that would be something very cool that Big Brother could do, especially because they did that for All-Stars 1, where they voted for the who they wanted the cast to be. So I think that CBS should maybe... in maybe look into that i think another thing too that they should think about is they have paramount plus and uh i'm a challenge fan and what the challenge has been recently doing is they do the challenge all-stars which is like a mini season that they do exclusively on paramount plus so maybe big brother should take some notes and they could do a mini season with like vets or like other reality stars from like survivor or other cbs shows and do like a mini season i think that would be really cool too but CBS doesn't want to give us anything nice, so they don't. Never. Uh, it never, <laughs> never ask for it because it's never going to happen. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and when you do ask for it, and it actually happens, a la All Stars, you hate it. And exactly. It again. We have been begging for All Stars too. It took us a whole pandemic to finally get it, and it's the most hated season of all time. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm like, maybe if we don't have any of the stuff that we want, we'll be better off because then right. we'll just be disappointed. Our in the expectations long run. are just never met. So <laughs> yeah, I, um, um, yeah, I can't imagine who I'd want. I know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Jameson mentioned like Jody and Kimmy and Ovi and Cameron. I think those would all be perfect. Second chance. Yes, picks. Oh my God. Kimmy. 
any any night one eviction would be a second chance pick right off the bat because I feel terrible watching any of those. Amber Borzatra, bring her back. Make yeah, I mean, Amber would probably be easy to bring back at this point. Yeah. She's under contract, essentially. <laughs> she is. Well, she almost got on actual All-Stars, I guess, so maybe. Um, yeah. I, I'm trying to think what else we've really left off um, about this week so far. Um, I don't oh. think really much other than uh, the predictability, Kyland, SB on the block, Xavier, mm-hmm. third nominee. We've got the final high rollers room competition uh, coming up um we'll see if there is an hoh takeover whether or not that is anonymous uh, and if there's going to be any really change going into the the veto i would expect the disastrous um thing right now here's an interesting thing that i didn't really bring up yet tiffany wants xavier to win the veto if the nominations stay the same if she is still the hoh after the coin of destiny um she would like Xavier to win the veto, so that way she doesn't have to name anyone new. They all vote out SB, uh, and that's fine. Uh, <laughs> she's also mentioned to Kylan that maybe he should throw the veto to Xavier, which I think would be very funny, especially because if it's like a public veto, uh, and SB can clearly see that Kylan is throwing yeah. the veto to Xavier, that's like the point where you're like, I don't know what's happening anymore. Like, <laughs> this isn't... <laughs> Yes. Um, but Tiffany's also, I know, worried about uh, Alyssa potentially wanting to flip the vote uh, on Kyland if it's just Kyland and SB. So she doesn't, she wouldn't like care that much if Xavier was still in the block at the end of the week because then it, that omits Alyssa from the possibility of saying, well, maybe we can flip the vote. Instead, she'll just be like, oh, we're going with SB. Yeah, let's just do that. And I won't make any, you know, uh, I won't ruffle any feathers about it. So, uh, We'll see how the, all of that goes. Um, I know Tiffany said uh, if Kylan wins the veto, then she'd probably put up Big D uh, in replacement. So I also would not fully... Um, I'd be shocked if Claire also didn't try to flip a vote if it's Kylan and SB at the end of the week. So we'll see how all that works out. I, I have like a nightmare situation where like we have Xavier on the block and like, well, we have the, the noms, right? And like Alyssa wins veto, pulls Xavier off, and like Claire somehow gets stuck in going out. And I feel like that's probably my worst case scenario this week is us somehow losing Claire when we have Tiffany as HOH at the moment. Um, because you know, right now everyone's like Claire's safe, Claire's safe. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but then you, <laughs> then you have Big D uh talking to Alyssa next, being like Claire's gotta go. Like right. she's gotta go. I'm just like, oh no, that could happen. That could easily happen. But then you have easily. Tiffany trying to trying to push for Claire to stay until the seventh place. Uh yeah. and of course everyone's like, Well, I don't know about that. How about and Xavier's like, What about Alyssa? She'd be a good seventh place person, right? And Tiffany's like, I don't know about that. How about Claire? And there's just gonna be a back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. Uh, so it, that that'll be the the biggest talking up to seven um where we might have a triple eviction at that point um uh, so uh, all of that big talk to have like a week-long potential like non-cookout member being hoh at seven uh is going to take like 10 minutes and then uh, all the cookout competing against each other is going to take like 10 minutes and then we'll have five left and then we'll have one more eviction uh where there's the last bit of drama and we won't have enough time to space it out over a week and then we'll be at four, and then the season will be over because all that matters at that point is mm-hmm. winning competitions to get to the pretty end. much. Pretty that's damn the much. Ni- that's the true nightmare scenario, Nick. 
that is the true nightmare scenario, honestly. Which is why I have that little tiny bit of hope that we're actually going to get a battle back and that it's not a triple. So, mm. please. Mm. Please see me. <laughs> that would really throw the biggest wrench in the cookout's plans if they get to the sixth or and then to seven, even <laughs> there's a battle back. That, that's how you know CBS is messing with you oh, at that point. Sure. Um, I don't think much else to really go over from this past week, which again was a lot of just hitting roadblock after roadblock and a lot of Claire crying, uh, which is not what we needed to see this week, and DX crying, which is not what we want this week, um, and SB gloating and Kylan talking, which is not what we wanted to see this week. Definitely not what we wanted to see this week. So yeah. now we will see him talking his way on the block. So. Yeah, at least when he's talking, he'll be on the block. But he's like so okay with being on the block because why would he not be okay with I it? Know. He's not going to go home in almost any scenario that can happen at this point. I, I hope that we get uh, a situation where Sarah Beth kind of realizes that like Kylan has been playing her this whole time. Because I would like to see her raw, real reaction to like, oh, wow, like he hasn't been with me like actually this whole time. And I feel like she's not going to find that out until jury, but I'm hoping this week, if she does end up leaving or is about to leave, Kylan tells her something or something gets to her or something clicks in her head that like Kylan hasn't been with me this whole time. Cause I would love to see like a, a, the live feed basically reaction of her. So. Yeah. And it would be interesting. Cause I feel like she would be so upset about it. Like I probably more so than DX would be, finding out that Hannah was in an, this alliance more so than probably Brittany would be to find out that, you know, Big D and Ozza were in this alliance. Mm -hmm. I think she would be the most upset uh, because she, I don't know. Cause Kylan's, I think form of manipulation is so overbearing compared to other people's where it's not yeah. just like, I'm going to pretend I'm working with you. It's like, I am going to be attached to your hip every second of the day. I'm going to yes. cuddle with you. And I'm going to constantly say to you for hours and hours, you should trust me. Um, and like Kylan's even had moments where he'll be with SB and be like, why don't you trust? Like this only works if we have a mutual trust with each other. And like, that's dark to say to someone that, you know, you're not willing to take further. Exactly. Than yeah. And like, I, I really want to see her reaction to the whole thing because I feel like she, if anyone, I think that she's going to be the one that's the most bitter juror towards at least Kylan's. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like it would be, very good uh fun feeds if we get some some type of information slipped to sarah beth this week <laughs> i feel like something's got fly a there. banner please someone fly a banner yeah, yeah. sbj sbj <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> I saw the I saw the picture edit where it was the plane, but the banner was just like <laughs> it just said F Sarah Beth and I said that. <laughs> or it was like the I think it was the acronym it. is what it was, which I think is even funnier because that's definitely an SBJ reference. Yes. <laughs> uh that's yeah, that that'd be great. Um <laughs> yeah, I think Sarah because the thing is the jury house is gonna be filled with uh at least four members of the cookout. Uh, and so who knows at that point what they'll be feeling and what they'll be willing to share. I, I think it would 
not it wouldn't be sliding the house guests or the 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 jury votes to say the cookout after the game because it's like but at the same time if there are two if there are two cookout members in the final two and i know my thoughts are all over the place right now because i'm trying to think uh i'm like i'm like kylan just like give me three hours okay (laughs) Uh, um because if there are two cookout members in the final two i don't see why the other cookout members that are in the jury wouldn't share that information yeah or why that wouldn't be a thing in the final two speech but if there is a weird scenario where there is one cookout member well at that point it won't matter anyway if there's a cookout member against a non-cookout member the cookout member is going to win because they're going to hold majority anyway yeah of course it'll have five votes at that point so yeah uh, it doesn't really matter i feel like it'll come out either way i um yeah no i feel like it would be more beneficial for the cookout members who are in the jury to inform the other jurors about it because it 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 would kind of be dumb to not and then like they get to the finals and like you know they're on stage about to vote and someone's like well me and those four people who are sitting in the jury have been in a secret alliance this whole time and it's kind of like they're trying to process all that information like at the finale when they could have just told them like beforehand so i feel like it would be more beneficial for them to tell them once they're in jury so and if you're in a final two and you really want to explain your game to people especially if we have tiffany in the final two you cannot explain your game unless you mention the cookout alliance right because what do you what else do you have yeah she came up with the idea for everyone to have their pawn which is not a pawn but i'll say pawn anyway because that's what the show <laughs> says every week. i know i hate it too but yeah but yeah and it's you, okay <laughs> so you can't explain like tiffany can't explain her game without the cookout and no cookout right. member i think could explain their game without talking about the cookout because how else do you explain how you got to the end of the game yeah. uh, and so it has to come out whether it's in the final two or whether it's uh, a cookout member finally getting to jury and or say kylan gets to jury and derek x was like what was that alliance you were talking about <laughs> and your goodbye message like it's gonna come out some way it one will. way or another um and if say not kylan goes to the jury house derek x can say what was that alliance that kylan told me about that was formed week one that i wasn't in and so someone's going to tell him eventually. yeah of uh, course so that i think that'll play a big part uh maybe not a big part in deciding who wins the game necessarily but a big part in that uh probably the jury segments uh, yeah. the, for the weeks to come depending on who shows up obviously it's not going to happen when sarah beth shows up unless kylan gives her a similar goodbye message which i imagine he would um, yeah probably i'm i'm actually very interested to see if any of them like decide to pull a josh i guess in like their drs and be like or not drs their goodbye messages and be like yeah so we were in the cookout and this i know we haven't had it yet but i don't know maybe as like the time comes maybe tiffany with claire or maybe xavier with Alyssa. like there's still some of the duos left like kylan and sb2 so like you know maybe they could get someone that thinks let me get ahead of the game and tell and tell my my duo partner that like I've been in this secret alliance this whole time, and that's why I'm evicting them. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just wishful thinking at this point. But <laughs> I feel like that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, I think I think with Kylan, it's really interesting because I think he thinks that he is managing the jury better than he is, uh, which he is yeah, not. Yeah, which he is doing the total opposite of. He, he's over. Um, he's over two so far as far as yeah. What and probably over three when Sarah Beth finds out. So he needs to do the opposite of what the whatever the hell he's doing. Cause... 
Because no. I, I don't know how he thought he handled the, the eviction of Derek X, but it was not great. And you had Tiffany last night before the feeds went down for eviction. You know, they're talking uh, in the bathroom and uh, Tiffany's just like railing him, just like you're taking out my best friend. You know that, right? And he's like, he's my best friend. And Tiffany's like, no, he's not. <laughs> you don't do that to your best friend. Um, but I think DX saw the way through it. And the fact that Kylan voted to save Derek X, I think was not the right move. Because mm-hmm. I think if he was really upfront, because he wanted Derek X out, he should have said that, and he should have voted Derek X out. And I think Derek would have respected that more than having yeah. a BS like, because he at that point Kylan's just trying to pretend, you know, yes. like that. Oh, I didn't really want you out this entire week. It's like Paul, and what happened to Paul? <laughs> he lost. <laughs> he did twice. <laughs> he did lose twice. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, in my heart, I'm like, I think Paul technically won both seasons but i'm like no never mind i know as much i i cannot stand josh honestly so i really and i i hate nicole too actually so he won or he lost next to the two winners i hate the most so half (laughs) of me is like you know what do i wish paul won twice maybe i don't know but yeah i don't know how i feel when those are the final two for two seasons uh, can I pick another option? <laughs> yes. Uh, man. Uh, okay. I don't think we have much more to discuss. Uh, Nick, is there anything else you want to add before we go ahead and finish this? I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, thank you everyone for who joined us live. If you joined us live, if you joined us after the fact, thank you for watching uh, or listening to this entire podcast. We will be back on Sunday. I might not be back on Sunday, but uh, this podcast will be back on Sunday. Hopefully we'll see how it works out. Um, and thank you for tuning in at a, a later date already. I know we go usually go live on Thursday nights after the eviction, but thank you for waiting with us. I think it was kind of fun to be able to go over a little bit more of the eviction last uh, talks, but so I, I think it was worth it. I'm, I'm glad you all joined us, but um Look for us on Sunday. Uh, if you want to follow either of us on Twitter, I am at Spicy Barrett. Nick is at the Nick City. Those ads are in the description below as well. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the channel, if you want to like this video, that would help us out a ton. If you want to listen to us on any podcast platform, we are available everywhere. So just look for us um, and vice versa. If you only listen to us on podcast platforms and you want to find our YouTube channel, we have one of those. It's me and Nick, and our faces are shown while we're talking. So it's it's amazing what video can do. Um, there's a whole world out there that you don't know about, <laughs> you podcast listeners. So, um, yeah, that that's about it. Thank you, Nick, for joining me in this early afternoon podcast. Anytime. Bye, everyone. Bye.